You're listening to the Professional Goddess Podcast, a place for sluts who like to make money. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess. On my show, we embrace the uncensored stories of being a self-made slutpreneur. As a stripper turned CEO, I reveal all my juicy trade secrets and share interviews with other female bosses who capitalize on their entire existence. From breaking stigmas in the female business world to challenging norms in the adult industry, we'll tackle it all. In six-inch stilettos, of course. Now it's time to dive deep into the journey of self-empowerment, owning our sexuality, and by each episode, we will earn our PhDs in CE poetry. I'm honored to have you here, and it's my privilege to kickstart the show. Hey, everyone. I wanted to take an episode to remind you of the shit you need to get taken care of. It's January. We have just two, three more months till taxes are due. Oh, and time to get your shit together. So the thing is, I like, you know, I don't like looming clouds hanging above me. So I like to take care of things as soon as possible. And the last thing I want is to have a meeting with my CPA, my accountant, TurboTax, whoever it is, when everyone else in the world is doing the same. Not only have I had an accountant forget to file my taxes, but I have been, there's been years where I am just scrambling around with like a chicken with my head cut off when tax season comes. And then I'm just hit with all of this, you know, surprises and drama. And I like being prepared. Okay. I'm a 30 year old lady now. I like being prepared. So I wanted to remind you of a few things And I thought, you know, maybe you sluts can just start crossing some small things off your list here and there. During January, the time is right to especially, okay, first things first, set up the appointment with the, with the advisor you have before April. I like to have an appointment done in January to make sure all of my expenses are categorized that he can or she or they remind me of what documents they need like he needed my um, bill of sale for the new uh, business vehicle I got this year so things I can start gathering now I'm not trying to file like today or this week in January because I still haven't received the plethora of 1099s and W fours and nines, X, Y, Z's, all those documents that are starting to flutter in. I want to make sure I have all those at my next meeting. So that's why we didn't go ahead and file, but go ahead. And if you can afford it, have like a little pre prep meeting just to make sure like your shit looks categorized, just to know what documents you need and then plan your final meeting uh, before the due date that taxes are due. When are taxes due, Google? They are due April 15th. So I'm going to set up my appointment to do like mid-March. And I just have this, you know, a little post-traumatic remembrance of the accountant in Charlotte that forgot to file my taxes. So I thought maybe it's because, you know, me being so benefit of the doubt, my God, uh, maybe it's because 
he was doing everyone else's at the same time. He just forgot about little old me. But that was unexcusable. Uh, luckily, they um, covered the fees that I owed from the late filing. Anyways, so get your appointments done. Start categorizing. I am still just flabbergasted that some of you hoes do your own spreadsheets, save your own physical receipts. You are just a whole divinity within yourself because I could never. I love my QuickBooks. I think it's in the 20 to $50 a month range because I, I use their payroll system as well. So that costs a fee every month. But it's so lovely to categorize things, auto-categorize things, pay my contractors, pay myself, put all my invoices and receipts in. It's just, it's a lovely little cloud for me. I had to move away from the GoDaddy bookkeeping software that I raved about over the last 10 years because they literally shut down and forced me to move somewhere else. But it forced me to get way more organized because... Had I known that QuickBooks was like the creme de la creme of online software accounting hoopla, I would have moved over way sooner. So very happy with QuickBooks. Just doing some little categorizing um, before I got on the pod and was like, I need to talk about this. And I spoke with my father, who is an accountant for a church or was or something like that. And he reminded me of a few things. And I said, oh, father, I need to tell the sluts. <laughs> oh, my God. While we were having our little Google Zoom, whatever it's called. Uh, oh, my God. My, oh, my God. I was screen sharing. Oh cringe and my OnlyFans tab was open oh my god but he like he knows without knowing you know what I mean when we went to South America together for a week in December the first thing he asked me while we were on the plane to like our first flight he goes so how's the evening work honey I was like oh my god what the evening work who who calls it that I had to do a triple, double, quadruple take. I was like, seriously, dad? Seriously? Evening work? How am I going to pivot this conversation? I'm about to be on a plane with you for three hours and you are asking your daughter how the sex work business is. <sighs> I then proceeded to explain to him, well, you know, I don't I don't create any new content. I just repurpose and past year and I, I don't even talk to my you know, my clients all the time, you know, it's just automation. And I was like, why am I like dumbing down myself? You know, I was like, let me pivot this conversation into something like meaningful. So I was like, you know, the evening work is a lot, you know, like hospitality. And, you know, we were watching the stewardess kind of talk to this grumpy person on the plane. And I was like, see hospitality right there, like just being every day, uh, spoken to negatively, like online people can just ridicule you a lot more easier because they, you know, you can't see their face and they feel more confident to do that. So we had this long conversation about how people are dehumanized in the hospitality business. And I was like, yes, bitch, good pivot. Talk about something you're passionate about. Let father know 
what's really up without letting them know what's really up. So I was proud of myself. Let's give a little pat on the back. Yeah, bitch. You can do hard things in uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> Moving on. Taxes, accounting, blah, blah, blah. So I was on the Zoom with my dad today. Oh, oh my God. And then not only that, we are talking and I realize the door behind me is open. I'm in my office and the bathroom door behind me is open. You can see everything that's on the sink. Do you want to know what was on the sink? Oh my God. I was, mm, I made a dildo gingerbread house. (laughs) I did. You can see it at Horny Stoner's Instagram. Beautiful chocolate gingerbread house with blue and red icing. So of course I had to put blue and red dildos all around it like beautiful Christmas trees. So what I do, I had to wash the dicks off because they were covered in icing. So my my office bathroom is like my my dick dishwashing station. The dildo wash house <laughs> is right behind me. So I'm on this Zoom and about 30 minutes in, I take a second look at the giant blue cock that is suctioned to the top of the sink. Oh my God, it's drying. And I'm just like, I'm saying a prayer to Jesus Christ that my dad's vision is blurry. (laughs) Oh, and I, and this is what's worse as a content creator, you exploit every living moment of your life. So I'm sitting there like, oh, I got to talk about this on the pod. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't have an authentic thought. (laughs) Stop. So that was fun. Anyways, I was telling my father about all the things I filed. Then I was like, oh my God, I have to tell the girlies to do all the filings. So annual report. You need to file your annual report with your secretary of state. Let's see if there's a deadline. It might be different state per state, but usually for an LLC, it's about $200 to file, but you need to let the secretary know you still have an active business. It's so easy to do online. You just, you know, tell them that you're at this address, who owns the company. Good time to consider if you want a registered agent Because if you don't have a registered agent for your LLC, anytime if you were to get a cease and desist or if the secretary of state needed to contact you, they could either do it through like your representative or go straight to you. Now, if they go straight to you, your public address is on file. So if you have a business address, that should be fine. But just keep that in mind. I think with Legal Zoom, a registered agent is about 200 a year, but times are tough and some of us just can't squeeze out that extra change right now. So just something to consider. Let's see, what happens if I forget to file an annual report? You'll receive a warning letter from the Secretary of State, and if you still don't file, the next step is administrative dissolution dissolving that business. That means your LLC is no longer recognized as a legal entity and you lose the protections that come with being an LLC. So 
file those annual reports. I also have an entertainment company. So annual report cost for corporation is $23 <clears throat> online. So I did that. Um, my real estate corporation was also another 23. So did all the things. Um, bum, 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 bum. Annual report. Next is BOI, baby. BOI is new. BOI sounds scary. It's a beneficial ownership form. I have this article pulled up right here to give you a few answers. Spring is in the air, lovelies, and with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahemp. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahemp's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies, infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2mg dose or a bolder 50mg kick, Via has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top? You can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a little self-care spree with Via Hemp because you deserve nothing but the best, goddess. Head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 and up only that's viahemp v-i-i-a-h-e-m-p.com and use code goddess at checkout please support our show and tell them we sent you take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from viahemp now back to the show this was easy to file and it's necessary. I did it for my LLC and my corporations. And it's basically you reporting to um, the Corporate Transparency Act, the CTA. This became effective literally January 1st, 2024. Um, but you're reporting that every person who owns or manages your LLC is documented apparently this is to help with fraud who knows what you know there's some people that are going to be like i don't want to give my information you know this is like privacy stuff but i mean when you do your annual report with the llc it's pretty similar you're just stating hi i'm this person i own this no one else owns it um, but they require this to be filed by every entity that meets the definition as a reporting company. An LLC is defined by the CTA as a reporting company. Therefore, every LLC created in the USA will have to file a BOI report unless it qualifies for an exemption. 
So yes, there are 23 exemptions. So look into those if you are curious. And yes, companies are exempt from the definition of reporting company if they employ more than 20 full-time employees in the U.S. Don't take my word for fact. I'm just reading off of a blog right now. Okay. So did that reporting... Just take it slow through the website. I actually had to refile. I refiled mine because I forgot to put my middle name and I just wanted to be sure. And when I refiled it, it asked me if I wanted like a BOI identification number. And I looked it up and it's not mandatory. If you want filing to go by faster next year, get yourself the, the number, but it's not required. It would just make the filing like maybe a few minutes faster. So anyways, um, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to opt in to something just yet. I was, you know, a little nervous, you know? So anyways, I printed out the confirmation that I filed. I also saved it virtually because we love receipts, bitch. So make sure you file your beneficial ownership bullshit shit (laughs) BOI. It's not bullshit. You got to do it. So mama's telling you, babe, write this down. Like do it today. Go to a coffee shop, write off that coffee and follow your fucking BOI and your annual reports. Now, the last thing that's on my list is franchise fees. What is a franchise fee? It's also called the initial franchise fee, a one-time payment made by a franchisee to the franchisor for joining the franchise system. Is this the same thing? Um, franchise fee, IRS, ignore what I just said. Um, yes. And all of these payments are tax deductible to your business under business expenses, taxes, and licenses. Oh, why is my mic making a funny noise? Is that you, Leo? Is your fart dust, is the, is the mic capturing your fart dust? Um, I just want to know what a franchise fee is because I pay for this thing. Oh, they were talking about franchise fees. Like if you own like a McDonald's or something, um, franchising fees, a tax paid by certain enterprises that want to do business in some states also called a privilege tax. It gives businesses the right to be chartered and or to operate within the state. Franchise fees. The franchise tax is a kind of tax that is imposed by state law on businesses or corporations chartered within the state. The states charge this tax for the right of business or cooperation to exist as a legal entity and to do business within a particular state. So look up if your state requires you pay a franchise tax to the IRS. I believe franchise cost in North Carolina, it's about a $200 fee, I think. Yeah, $200 with no maximum, blah, 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 blah. So I had to file like four of those one year. I was like, what is this shit? My CPA is like, you got to do this shit. So I went to actually file my franchise tax on the website that you can file online 
file franchise tax online. Not, I'm not in Texas, girl. Yeah, so this would be for me like the ncdor.com because I'm an NC. So you can, I'm sure every state you can e-file. So I went through all the trouble to try to find it. And then it only gave me options to file for up to 2022. And bitch, I need to file for 2023. So I'm not sure when that will switch over. Maybe I tried to do it too early. My CPA said, we'll just file it at your next appointment together. So I figured, hmm by February, March, maybe the e-file will change. So it's on my list and it's important that you bad bitches know yourselves and know that if you're a virtual list girly or a physical list girly or a both girly, because I'm both, I need my list on the computer for every time I log in, I have a reminder and I need my little physical notepad for the days I'm too depressed to look at my computer. I still have my notepad glaring on my bedside table. Like you got shit to do. You own businesses. You can't slack because you don't have a boss to tell you to do shit because you are the boss, bitch. God, can you guys tell I've had <laughs> two shots of espresso? I'm sorry. <sighs> so I just wanted to remind you, silly sluts, to file your BOI, this new thing, to go ahead, get those annual reports done. Make sure you set a reminder uh, to file the franchise fees, whether it's a reminder on your phone or your Google Calendar, which I love. Uh, you can set that reminder to repeat yearly on Google Calendar. Love that feature. I actually do that for my sales use tax. Uh, so if you sell products and you capture sales use tax, make sure you are filing whether you've decided to monthly or quarterly and get that on your calendar as well. I just finished my quarterly sales use tax filing for quarter four of December of 2023 withholding tax. Um, if you do payroll, see if your payroll can automatically do that for you. So that's one less thing you have to do. These are things y'all I've been in business for uh, now 13 years and I've paid companies to file these things for me. And I've also gone back to just filing them myself. It's right now with the way sales are, it's just easier. Um, a, I like to do it because I know it's done and I previously worked with Avalara and Avatax and they sideways fucked me and didn't file any of my sales use tax for two years and I got penalized for it and Avalara didn't, they were still charging me for filing even though they weren't, they charged me over $6,000 for a service they weren't doing. So, um, so I decided to do it myself because that anger I went through is just not worth. I can't tr I trust issues, baby. Can't trust anyone to do that again. And Avalara is like the best in the game when it comes to that. Uh, I think that there's a competitor. They cost about the same. And I was just like, I'm not going through that toxic relationship again. I am okay with, again, going to a beautiful coffee shop with a view of the ocean and and taking the, even if it takes me an hour, it, it only takes me 10 minutes now, but at first it's really confusing sometimes, you know, but you can go on YouTube and say how to file your sales tax, sales use tax manually. And then I just jot down all the notes, like a little template, save it somewhere for a rainy day when it's time to file again. And then I have my notes how to do it. And then you do it so much that it becomes second nature. This is 
this is what running a business looks like. These are the things that they don't glamorize on TikTok. They're like, start your own side hustle. But I'm not going to tell you about the sales use tax and the BOIs and the annual reports. Yeah. But I am. <laughs> That's what mama's here for, baby girl. Hey guys, just uh, wanted to throw this audio in here because before I exported it, I was like, did I tell them about the 1099s? If you have paid anyone, I think it's over $600. Independent, Google's my daddy, you guys. Independent contract, $600 limit. So the IRS will require you to 1099 anyone that you've paid over $600. So... For example, my assistant, I 1099 her since she's not on my payroll. So you need to make sure as a business owner and operator that you make sure your 1099s are going to your contractors. Sorry about the dogs. The mailman's here. So on QuickBooks, they make it so easy when you pay your contractors, you categorize them as contractors. So when it's time to set those 1099s up, it will tell you, everything you've paid them because it's already already been categorized so make sure you send them like I sent them electronically and in the mail but I also downloaded them and sent them just as a precaution and you know what if I have a QuickBooks referral link I'm just going to drop that in the description of this episode this is not sponsored by QuickBooks but if you guys do decide to play around with it it would mean the world to me if you used my code if I inspired you to bite the bullet and just go ahead and get started on QuickBooks. So I will drop that in the description of this episode. Okay, bye. So that is it for this episode. I hope I motivated you. I hope I put a little fire under that hot ass of yours. And if you have any requests for more episodes like this, you can always email me, shoot me a DM. All my links are down below. And check out The Only Consultant. She's a great tax. <laughs> oh my God, excuse me. Um, the Only Consultant. I love her content and she is a sex positive accountant. I think she has her own little firm operation going on. So I always recommend her services. She's judgment free. Um, And that's it. Love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye bye now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Professional Goddess Podcast. If you want to keep the show going and growing, make sure to leave a five-star review. Shop my merch and ebooks at professionalgoddess.com. Make sure to use code SLUT at checkout for a little surprise. My book, Slutpreneur Secrets, is now available on Amazon. Have a question, episode request, or want to be a guest on the show? Email my team via management at professionalgoddess.com. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, subscribe to my premium content on OnlyFans at professionalslut.com. All these links and other socials will be in the show notes of the episode. But most importantly, thank you for subscribing to the show and I will talk to you next week. Bye, sluts.